You're listening to a Leisure Moment podcast with your host, Deetra Helvey, who's always ready to have a casual conversation about her love for literature. Suzanne Rigdon is a writer, bookseller, reader, blogger, violinist, and a world traveler. Our casual conversation is filled with discussions of life experiences, writing, and following a passion. Into the Night is her adult urban fantasy debut novel that comes out on tomorrow, December the 2nd. Enjoy! Hi, Susie. Hi, teacher. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for your patience this evening. No, no problem. <laughs> I feel like all of my technical things have been kind of being crazy today, so <laughs> that's okay. I understand. <laughs> and and now I can take away the evil eye that I was giving to um, our podcast master <laughs> and I can turn that frown into a smile because <laughs> he <laughs> because he saved the evening <laughs> well I'm sure he also appreciates that the evil eye is gone <laughs> yes exactly well we are so excited to be able to talk with you this evening about your debut novel into the night I know you're excited about its upcoming release Oh yeah, and thank you for having me. I'm really excited to do this. This is actually my first uh, my first podcast. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Well, that's exciting. I hope it's a comfortable one for you. Um, and and we're just thrilled to be able to get the word out in in this format. Um, tell us a little bit about Into the Night. Well, it's the story of Selena Baker. She works in a Boston nonprofit. And at a bar one night, she meets this very dreamy man, James Lawton. And when they go on their first date, things go a little wrong, and she ends up waking up as a vampire. So she has to kind of deal with her new reality and get to know his family and all of the rules that go along with it. Wow. It's, it's been a long time, I must admit, um, since I've read um, a book with a vampire as one of the main characters. Used to love vampires. Actually, I would say that Twilight was one of the stories that kind of got me started on this huge um, path of path of reading. So I'm excited to hear about um, your dreamy guy. <laughs> well, I think he's a he's a little different than uh, Edward. So, but that's okay. <laughs> of course. No, I mean, I think. Obviously, I think the first movie I ever saw with vampires was Interview with a Vampire. I mean, that's just an absolute classic. Yes, I um, saw that one as well and read the book. I don't think I told my parents that I was reading the book, but yes, <laughs> I read the book. <laughs> Some secrets are okay, and that's definitely a good one. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and no, but I actually, I found that, you know, I know a lot of people read YA when they were younger, but when mm -hmm. I was in high school, I actually kind of flocked towards more of the adult books. And I don't know, if, are you familiar with Sherilyn Kenyon at all? I am not. Yeah, she writes this series um, about dark hunters. And although they're not technically vampire, they have a lot of the same features. And mm -hmm. she uses a lot of fabulous Greek mythology in there. So that kind of just hooked me in the world, and I've never left. <laughs> and Into the Night is urban fantasy? Yes, it is, okay. which I actually did not even know was a genre until like we started to classify it. But mm -hmm. I think it's fabulous. Mm -hmm. I found I've already been reading in it. 
Yes, um, I agree. And and now we have um, Selena. And did you mention um, the dreamy guy's name? Or are we keeping that yeah. a secret? Oh, no. His name is James Lawton. Okay. His name is James Lawton. James Lawton. So we have Selena Baker and James Lawton. Tell me the inspiration um, for Into the Night. Well, actually, I started it years ago. And the first scene I ever wrote was in a high school classroom. I think I was maybe 16 or 17 at the end of a math test. And I was just sitting there daydreaming and started writing one of the, the critical scenes right after she's turned into a vampire. And then I just kept writing from there and actually put it down while I was in college and then started it up right after. And I just fell in love with it all over again. And I just, I love writing about supernatural aspects and the vampires just fit right into that. Cause I, I like some gore too. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were sitting there, you were an early finisher. Um, uh, during that math test, did you think that possibly, okay, to yourself, you know, Susie, this is going to be something one day, or were you just kind of doodling some thoughts down on paper, or did you have hopes that it would come to what it is today? Oh, I, I always hoped that I would be writing these, these beautiful long novels, and I have a, a story that I started when I was even younger that I was like, oh, this is going to be fabulous, but no, with this one, honestly, I the person sitting in front of me had three freckles on their neck, which I know is really weird, mm-hmm. um, but... I just started from that detail, and the woman in the story, she has three freckles on her neck, and it just wasn't there. So, no, I had no idea what it would become, but I was so happy when it turned out the way it did. So what does it feel like knowing that – and I know you have ARCs already out, and it's Mm -hmm. available um, for those who have blogs and have access to NetGalley. Um, When you saw that first ARC, what were your thoughts? I was so excited. Actually, the very first thought was, dang, my cover looks good. And you know what? Your cover does look good. Um, you know, it has that, uh, the, the two legs in the front. There's a lot of color, big writing for the title. It kind of it speaks to you. You know, when you see it on the shelf, it's, it's, it speaks to you. Did you have a lot of input in your cover? Yeah, so Lisa Amowitz, um, she's the author of the YA book um, Vision, and she she's a Spencer Hill um, liaison. She works with them a lot, and she is fabulous. She let me answer a bunch of questions. I gave her the synopsis, and then she was just very clear that she wanted it to look the way I imagined it. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up sending her some samples of book covers I really admire, um, uh, Jillian Flynn, is mm-hmm. one of my favorite authors. And so I was like, oh, I, I love what they do with, with her books, you know, Gone Girl and, and Sharp Objects mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, even though Selena and, and James are flirty and it's very fun, there's also a dark side. So I was like, I need it to, to represent that. And I was just so very happy with how it turned out. Yes, it does. It has a very, a very nice cover. So now let's, you mentioned, um, that you were writing even before that moment where you were doodling in, in your high school class. So you've always known that you wanted to be a writer. Yeah. I know that a lot of writers say that, but I have just always, I've always loved it. And actually one of my mom's favorite stories is talking about when I was very, very little, she was driving me to preschool one day and mm-hmm. I just announced to her in the car that I felt a poem coming on. Ooh. 
in pre- apparently you were in preschool yeah. and you told your mother, I feel a poem coming on. Yeah, and she wrote it down. It's somewhere. <laughs> I think it's about snow, but I don't know. So, I mean, even really little, I was just like, yes, this is what I want to do. But, I mean, once I got a little older, mm-hmm. out of grade school, <laughs> I started Aww. writing now, more. Yeah. Now, see, I would really love to see that poem. You need The next time you see her, you need to try to track down that poem and frame it because that would be just totally <laughs> precious. Now, you're, I'm going to say that you're probably an adventurous as well. You recently visit Guana and New Zealand? Yeah, while I was in school, I spent a month studying West African music and history in Ghana um, with nine other students, which was amazing. Uh, and then I came home for eight whole days and then flew off to New Zealand for five months to study at the University of Canterbury, which was, I mean, both experiences were fantastic. And I got to travel a lot and meet a lot of local people and I'm, I forgot my drumming skills now. It's been a few years, but um, I, I can still recall a little bit. <laughs> Did you say your drumming skills? Yeah, yeah. We took, um, we took drumming lessons in Ghana uh, with one of the, the local musicians. Cool. Um, on the okay. traditional drums, yeah, which is really great. Okay, I'm just going to have to throw this out there. Um, and I don't know if this is anywhere on my website, but I'm a uh, former former teacher, so I, I'm seeing some inspiration in that. So I see maybe like a picture book or children's book of um, your visit there and that drumming experience. Capture that in writing as well. Mm, that oh, that yeah. that doesn't that sound good? <laughs> you may already have that idea though. <laughs> I hadn't, but actually, no, that that would be wonderful. My my mother is a music teacher in a middle school, and so when I got home, I actually came in, and she does African drumming with her students, wow. so I came in and, and talked to them, so I actually do kind of have an outline. Already, I was I gonna, and I was going to say, almost, almost like a mother-daughter uh, piece there. Well, let us know if you go that route. I would love to read it. So that would explain to you, you're a violinist. I am indeed, yes. So you kind of um, have the the arts of writing and that musical piece as well kind of mixed in your blood. Yeah, I'm very much the the artsy type of person. Now, it's it's funny because that math test that of course I finished early and started this this whole thing. I'm pretty sure I didn't do very well on it because <laughs> I am not a math and science person. So that's kind of why I was done early. <laughs> and your teacher was probably thinking, but you were back there writing a soon-to-be published <laughs> debut novel. <laughs> so they should have, he should have given me some extra credit, I think. That's right. That mm-hmm. You needed some extra credit on that. Um, really quick, I want to go back to um, Into the Night. When you finished the last page, the last sentence, when you turned it in and you got a, a yes from um, Spent City Books, how did it feel? Surreal. Mm, Absolutely sure. surreal. You know, it's there, there was a down period of four years through the writing process, but especially near the end because we, we got onto a, a tight schedule with revisions, I was just working on it constantly, and I was so engrossed in what I was doing and it was it was also the first time I've ever gone through professional editing so it was just this whirlwind of activity and then it stopped and I just went oh what do I do now right right (laughs) um did you um utilize any beta readers or 
immerse yourself with other writers and discuss or did you completely just type away write and you know held it to yourself until you let it go for that editing piece well my first beta reader was one of my college friends and at the time she was my roommate so I was like I really need some feedback so will you read this and I actually used three of my friends um, as beta readers and and they're in my they're on my dedication page because they were just wonderful. And, you know, um, I live in the DC metro area. Mm-hmm. So there'd be times I'd get together with one of my friends and we'd walk the, the national zoo and look at the animals and just talk about kind of the plot and where I was stuck or maybe where I needed to work a little bit more. Um, and so Lydia, Bianca and Vicky, those are my three friends. They were mm-hmm. just fabulous beta readers. And of course I use my parents too. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh, wonderful. And, and with your, with your parents and specifically your mom, what were her thoughts about the dreamy vampire? Well, I think she likes him. She was surprised actually about um, how dark the book actually gets, but mm-hmm. She enjoyed it. And my dad always wanted to be a writer, too. He's an English teacher, so I come from the family. Oh, well, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, he offered some good feedback. Oh, okay. Well, without giving away any um, any spoilers or anything like, like that, tell us a little bit about um, the plot of, of the story. Sure, yeah. So Selena is at work at the Boston nonprofit, um, it's called Literacy Now, getting mm-hmm. students um, to read. And her friend Jess calls her up, and Jess is this, you know, tall, blonde bombshell, and she says, oh, mm-hmm. let's go out, let's go out. So they go to this club, and, of course, that's where Selena meets James. And they dance, they flirt, she goes back um, the next week, and things happen on mm-hmm. their date. And, and like I said, she wakes up a vampire, and so, you know, she meets his family and this queen who is just sadistic and does not like her at all and having to kind of navigate those really murky waters and try not to get herself into too much trouble. All right. Well, we're going to have to read into the night to figure out what happens between Selena and her dreamy, um, dreamy (laughs) friend. (laughs) And when I, and when I read books and when I think about, you know, um, the wording used, it helps me to kind of visualize. And and that's one thing that I liked about your cover too. Sometimes when you have covers and it, it, it may have someone on there, we're not able to really create a picture of that person. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that cover is going to give us opportunity to create our own Selena and her, her new friend. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Susie, for for sharing um, with us tonight about your debut novel. We're so excited to be a part of of the tour. Are you having um, any big release day parties? Yeah, I'm actually going to host a party for uh, family and friends on the Saturday after it comes out uh, because I'm an MFA student right now, actually. (laughs) So that's it pubs during our last week of classes. So I figure, okay, on the weekend, then I'll celebrate when things are done. Um, but it'll be, it'll be really fun. And, and it'd be nice to share the experience with everybody. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this casual conversation. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Oh, thank you, Susie. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed that episode, let us know on iTunes by giving us a great review. We want to thank all our listeners again. Check us out at aleisuremoment.com 
Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Have a good one.